0: Turn into the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. If you have it, say amen. Well, was like three people, we'll give you some time. Hey, if you, don't, if you don't have a Bible, lean into the person next to you, lean into the person next to you, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Come on, everybody leaning in, I want everybody looking at a Bible somewhere, somehow, all over this room. Listen, if you don't have a Bible, you need to invest in your relationship with God. Somebody say amen. You invest in a lot of relationships. You invest in a lot of different things. Invest in a Bible. Take some time. Philippians, New Testament. This is towards the end. Chapter 4, verse 8. If you have a say amen. There we go. That's better. Here we go. So it says this. It says, finally, brothers and sisters might say, finally. When the Bible says something like, finally, you pay attention, right? That's like when you, your teacher goes, and for tomorrow, you just zone in for just a second. And then later at home, you go, well, what was my homework? Okay, first period? No. Second period? No. Third period? Yes. Anybody else do that? Okay, it was just me. When the Bible says, finally, you pay attention. Finally, anybody, Your brother in the house with my brothers? All right. Sisters, you in the house tonight? Yeah, come on. We're going to try that again. Brothers, are you in the house tonight? There you go, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I thought. There we go. All right. Ladies, are you at? Ladies, are you at? Cool. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true. Somebody say true. Whatever is true. Whatever is noble. Whatever is right. Whatever is pure. Anybody? Anybody ever seen pure gold before? Anybody, seen, anybody ever met someone who was pure? Like a pure heart? That's like the sweetest people in the world. Those that are so easy to read, right? Anybody met a pure person? If you haven't met one because you aren't one. Um, ooh. Whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely. Any lovely ladies in the house tonight? Whatever is admirable. Any admirable men in the house? There we go. Come on. Everything, anything that is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Somebody say, think of such things. Somebody say, think of these things. Tonight's, tonight's wrapped around uh, this idea, don't forget to remember. Somebody say it. Don't forget to remember. Tonight's a special night. It's 9-11, um, and, and I don't know about you, but 9-11 is something that since I was younger, it's shaped the way I've grown up. It's just the, the, every time it comes around, I get like a, I want to say like a, a tidal wave of emotions like, I feel, like, really proud of, like, you know, the first responders. Anybody else feel really proud of the first Like, I feel proud of America when 9-11 comes around, right? I'm like, man, I'm happy to be an American, right? Anybody else happy to be an American? Just three of us cool. i will go to Puerto Rico. Anybody want to move to Puerto Rico? <laughs> You're not helping my illustration. Felt good to be an American. Uh, 9/11, come on, feels good. Here's why it feels good, cause I think about a lot of different things in 9/11. I remember, I remember just feeling like, like wow, like this is what war feels like, right? Anybody else felt like that? Like this is what, like what war feels like, right? To go to war with another country. This is crazy, and it's like. And when it comes to terrorism, terrorism, you don't know who your enemy is. When it's a battle against terrorism, you don't know who the enemy is. It's like, it's like anyone can be a terrorist, right? And it's it's scary. And I, I just whenever 9-11 comes around, I, I get like sad and I get like proud and I get like scared, and then I get a little worried, and I'm just like, man, you know, all that's past us, right? I get like a mix of emotions, and and I think that I think that when 9-11 comes around. It, it, it's like we tend to remember the good things about life, right? We tend, we tend to remember uh, uh, things, things that we want to think about, right? You don't want to think about all the negative stuff all the time. You kind of want to think about good things, right? That's why, you know, after a, a bad moment in your life, people usually go away to, to vacation and they take time with family to, to remember, you know, different types of moments. And, and I think, I don't know about you, but I think there's a power tucked inside of remembrance, I think there's power in remembrance. Like th- let's just get let's just get a little sciencey for a moment, right? Like when God made you, right? He designed you and he gave you a brain and he gave you the ability to remember, right? Not only to just know what's happening now, not only to predict and plan for what's to come, but God before he before he said, "Okay, we're done with humans." He said, "Let me give them the ability to kind of Go back into their minds and, 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 and kind of time travel, if you will, back to a moment where they can experience something, where they can, they can actually jump back into a moment. For example, have you ever been in a car listening to, on the radio and like an old song comes in and you think about your childhood because that song was played in your childhood? Anybody else that happens to anyone? Or like a familiar smell. Like I remember walking into a cafeteria once and I was like, this smells like kindergarten. Someone's like, grits and cheese, cottage cheese, disgusting. I smelled the cafeteria. It took me back to kindergarten. Certain colors take you back to certain moments. Certain songs kind of get you in, in a mood. Like, if you ever if you ever struggled with depression and sometimes loneliness, there kind of some songs you, you kind of go back to, right? And, and, and if you've gotten out of that, and if you haven't, we're praying for you. We believe in you. Depression will not kill you. Depression will not end you. There's a God that loves you. You can break free from it. Get in some community, and God will do something amazing in your life. But if you ever dealt with that, and you've gotten out of it, and, and you kind of hear music that you heard when you were depressed, it can almost, like, down your spirit a little bit. Like, you're off of it, but just the song and remembering can kind of bring that. Anybody else feel me? Like, bring that spirit back. And I think that there's a power tucked inside of remembrance. And in, in Philippians 4:8, says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever it is, somebody say true, noble, right, pure, lovely, If anything's excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Don't forget to remember... God's giving you the ability to remember. That's why when they when they make cars, right? You need some mirrors to look back. It's important. It's not everything. The windshield's bigger than your rearview mirror for a reason. You can't live in the past, but you, you gotta understand that there's a power in remembrance. When you're in a moment, you feel like you can't get out. You gotta remember that God already brought you out of hell and sin and destruction. When you feel like the world is ending and the world is over, you gotta remember what God said about you that he has placed you as the head and not the tail that he's for you and he's not against you that even while you were still a sinner he died for you and he loves you don't believe the lies of the enemy he wants you to forget he wants you to forget listen God designed you to remember remember how good he is some of you need to remember today how good God is remember how good God's been have anyone here ever dealt with like a life-threatening situation and you're here today for a specific reason, for a purpose? Remember how God's been good to you. Remember how much God loves you. We can seek, young adults, we youth, young adults, we can seek for love in all the wrong places and find ourselves more empty than when we went searching. And that's what we got to remember there's a love. There's an agape love that comes from God. I need to remember that God loves me. I need to remember that God's over me. When I said yes to Jesus, God didn't leave me alone to walk by myself, but he's actually over me. He's with me. There's no moments that I'm by myself, that I'm in darkness, because Jesus says, I'll walk with you in the darkness. Remember that God's over you. You think you're in bad corners of our city? God is strong enough to go into the middle of darkness and to shine light through you. Do not be afraid of darkness. Do not be afraid of sin. And I almost died. I've never fallen while preaching. That would have been the first remember how good God is. Remember that he's over you. Remember what he's taking you out of. Remember that he's the alpha and the omega. Listen, you, you got to tap into this idea of remembering who your God is. Because some of you guys are fighting a battle like you've already lost, when in all actuality, you already won. I read the Bible, and the Revelation, we win. I, I read it today. The enemy, he there's a battle in heaven. Uh, the angel Michael, it says in book Revelation, chapter 9, it says there's a battle in heaven, and, and, and Michael, uh, the, the angel Michael, he like slays the devil they call him the red dragon he slays him and and he falls he falls like a meteor from the sky into the ground in the end times the enemy's going around kind of destroying the earth because he's so mad the bible says he is furious that he lost the battle and some of us were we fighting sin thinking that we're losers some of us were fighting addiction thinking that we're losers some of us were fighting the things of the devil thinking that it's a 50 50 chance that i might get out but that's not what the bible says the bible says that we win. We win. Fight your battles like the winner. Fight your battles with the mentality that you've already won. Remember who your God is. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is stronger than anything because he created everything. Remember your God created everything. Before you go cursing what God has created, understand that that he's over you. Remember who your God is. Remember who you're fighting with. Here's my main point tonight. I hope it sticks with you. If it doesn't hit you now, I hope it hits you when you're walking home or if tomorrow in, in your house or if you listen to podcast, wherever this hits you. I won't forget. This is a statement. Come on, let's put it up. I won't forget anything that God has done for me and through me. I hope that's your prayer after tonight, that I won't forget to remember what God has done in my life. I won't forget anything that God has done for me and through me. Come on, can you let that resonate in your heart? That's the word of the Lord today, that I won't forget anything that God has done for me and through me. I won't forget, he's trying to kill me. I won't forget anything that God has done for me. Because God does think like, the Christian walk, I don't know about you, but it's never like mountain top to mountain top. It's always like mountain top to valley, sometimes to, to the mountaintop back down to valley. And then there's like sometimes some plateaus. Right? You're still moving forward, you're just not moving up. you're just, just moving forward. more valleys and mountain tops and, and and anybody else, anybody else Christian walk is like that. It's not always mountain to mountain. like God's gonna bless you and then God's gonna allow you to go through a test and then God's gonna bring you out and then God's gonna, He's just gonna grow you, right? If you're not tested, you can't be trusted. Before you take medication, understand that that medication has been through a lot. It's been through different doctors, it's been through different physicians, different departments, and and it got approved a lot of. Di- the more tests something s- someone goes through, is the more you can trust it. And and a lot of times we think that because. God's not doing something that I'm not growing because God's not working. uh, I'm not seeing anything happen. But we got to understand that God is a God of mountains and valleys. God's a God of blessings and trials. And He's always on your mind. He's always trying to grow you, He's always trying to change you. God isn't done with you. And we have to remember that that God, I got to remember what you've done for me. I got to remember that I was on my way to hell. Because of my sin, because of my choice to sin, I was on my way to destruction, but Jesus stepped into my story. Jesus stepped into my life. I heard about this man named Jesus 2,000 years ago. He didn't know who I was, but he died for all humanity and all whoever confess and believe in him shall not perish for fine eternal life. I don't know about you, but you can give God some praise right now. If you can thank God for that. Come on, I won't forget what you've done for me, God. If all he ever did was save you, you have a reason every day to wake up and say, God, thank you for what you've done for me. If all he did was lay on a cross, naked and humiliation if all he did was die for you you have the right to wake up every morning and say God I will never forget what you've done for me I won't forget what you've done in my life and then that will begin to unlock the feelings in your heart about God that will begin to unlock that spirituality in you every day what if you went every day remembering what God has done for you What if you went every moment living in remembrance, every single moment? I am where I am only because the grace of God. That's how we have to live, in remembrance. The enemy of your soul, the devil, the enemy wants you to forget. He wants you to forget that you're a child of God. He wants you to forget that you're called, anointed, and appointed. He wants you to forget that he has a purpose for your life. God says, who knows what I have for you. You can't even think about it. You can't even put it together. You can't even fathom the plans I have for you. My ways are higher than your ways. Don't come to me with your plans. My plans are bigger than your plans. And the enemy wants you to forget that. The enemy wants you to forget that. And sell sell your purpose out for something less. And trade in your anointing for something else, something less. The enemy wants you to forget. Tomorrow, Wednesday, when you're going through life, the enemy wants you to forget about what God did tonight. When you have that choice, is it going to be God or is it going to be that sin? Is it going to be God or is it going to be that thing? The enemy wants you to forget about God and think about that thing. But man, what if, what if New Birth left tonight saying, I'm going to live in remembrance. I- I'm never going to forget what God has done for me. I, I'm never gonna forget it, and I'm gonna live in remembrance of what He's done for me and what He's done through me. Has God done anything through you? Has God ever has has, has God ever used you to touch somebody else? Has God ever used you to minister to? let listen? There's no greater feeling in this world than being used by God. There is no greater feeling. Leaders, are you here? You you would know. There's no greater feeling than being used by God in a divine, a crazy way. I was in Chicago. I was in Chicago, and I was preaching. And after, there's this dude next to me. Um, he was really buff, so I was scared. So I said, man, it was like, good, dog. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, bro? Put my little two chest hairs out. You know what I'm saying? How you doing? And, um, man, God told me to tell him something. And I was just like, he's going to think it's weird, because I just finished preaching, and he's next to me. I don't know what's going, I don't know what's going to happen, he might punch me, whatever. So I, I tapped on the show, I'm like, hey man, God wants to say to you right now, uh, grace is over you, grace is over you. And then it was weird, and I was like, and I was like, grace is over you, and I said, wait, grace, I was like, no, 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 grace is in your hands. That's what it was. I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit. I was like, grace is in your hands, grace is in your hands, God's giving you grace, grace is in your hands. The dude falls down on the floor. I'm freaking out. Everyone thinks I knocked him out. I'm like, yeah, I did. He stepped on my shoes. He keeps crying. He's bawling. He gets back up. After, like, 20 minutes later, he's running. He's trying to find me. He finds me. He's like, bro, what's your number? I was like, here's my number. Uh, Guys, this is the best way to to hit on a girl, by the way. What's your number? Don't do that. You're a creep. Hey, how you doing? so he looks at me, he's like, what, you know, I gave him my number. And he's like, I was like, dude, what you said to me was crazy. It was, it was, it was insane. His eyes get teary again. I'm going to get teary. He's like, yo, what you said was crazy? He's like, you kept saying grace is over me and grace is in my hand. I just had a baby last week, and I named her Grace. And there was a moment that I held my baby in my hands, and I felt the Lord tell me grace is over you and grace is in your hands. And that moment, I'm like, "Dude, I start crying." I'm like, "Oh my God, the Holy Spirit is crazy!" Oh my God, it's like that moment, that moment where God's like, "Look, I'm showing up in your life. I'm working through you, and I'm working for you, and I'm with you. Just because you mess up and fail doesn't mean I'm done with you. Doesn't mean your story that's written off." There. are no stories that are written off to Jesus. There is no pit too dark for Jesus. There is no son or daughter too lost for God. Come on, He's always running after you. He's always chasing after you. Psalms 89:11, remember who your God is. The heavens are yours, Lord, and yours also the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. When your world is going crazy, understand that's the world that got put together for you. He's in control. And he's over you. And he's with you. There's no greater feeling than being used by God. Anybody else? Anybody else? There's no greater feeling than people looking at you and saying, God used you to do something in my life. God used you to speak to me. God used you to touch me. Man, I don't know about you, I want to be the real church of God. Not the ones that just believe, but the ones that surrender too, right? That awkward moment of talking to someone about God. Man, I got to surrender my awkwardness to God. That awkward moment of posting on Instagram because all I do is post myself. That awkward moment I got to post about God because it's important to me, but I'm a little bit more important than God sometimes on my feed. Am I preaching to anybody? Y'all don't use Instagram, y'all use Facebook? Gross. That, that moment, right, that we battle, should I go to church tonight, should I not? Should I go to the Next step? should I not? Right, we have these questions, should I, should I, should I? And God's like, listen, I got so much in store for you. You have no idea how much you're going to benefit from jumping into my hands. And for the Holy Spirit in this room tonight, don't forget to remember. Listen, that's the word tonight for your life. Don't forget to remember that God loves you, that he's for you. That he is with you and not against you. And that he has a plan for you.